So it seems to be a common enough catchphrase or a piece of advice to reduce uh, our ego, if not to get rid of our ego, right? And it's even a point of pride, it seems. People say, I don't have much of an ego. I'm all about not having an ego. So is this a good a piece of advice uh, or not? So I see we'd have to define the term ego to, to know whether or not it's desirable. Uh, and we can define it really any which way because it's just a word. And there's more uh, technical definitions in psychology and more colloquial definitions. But we can define it uh, uh, here in a broad way as a distinct sense of self. Meaning, uh, as a baby, there's no I, right? We would say, from, from what we can tell, there's no sense of I am this person and I am right here. And yet, we wouldn't say there's no capacity to sensate, uh, stimuli, and, and to have desires because we see we can pinch a baby and, and make a baby laugh and all these things from, from very, very early on. Right away, baby's born, baby's crying, right? Uh, and yet, it's, it's a little milk, oh, not crying. So there's something going on. It's just not uh, where uh, we can't imagine that the baby's saying, again, I'm this little baby, and I like this and that, and, and, and so forth and so on. There's no reference of object to, to a particular subject, as, as it would seem, meaning I, baby Jane, baby Jim, uh, want this or that. It's just there is this desire, and it's understood when it's satisfied. We're not, uh, but we see, uh, of course, in, in uh, uh, normative cases uh, uh, within a vast normative range where with time uh, a sense of distinct self does develop. Uh, and I figure out that I am uh, uh, not simply, uh, we don't even know what to negate here, but I figure out that I'm a particular person. Uh, my body uh, stands in, in, relation, uh, in relations with an objective world, with things that don't just vanish when I'm not looking at them. Right uh, when uh, the toy is hidden from me, it's somewhere. At first, the baby doesn't understand. You hide a uh, or an infant, whatever uh, classification we would use. You hide a toy behind even your hand. Uh, there's no, <laughs> it's gone for the baby. Right? It's a, it's a, it's a skill to, to understand that it's not gone. At first, uh, a young child, uh, as as a child psychologist report believes that, uh, say, the, the, the stars and the moon follows them, right? The whole world follows them. It's not understood yet that there's a world that stays, right? The moon is somewhere there. The trees, they stay. The toys, they stay. So there's this uh, uh, sense uh, of self that develops and uh, as it continues to develop in, in reference to uh, one's uh, 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 capacities and, and one's environment and one's nature and nurture and, and mind and body and, and all sorts of uh, influences until it, it is true that uh, when we reach adulthood, we have a pretty distinct uh, sense of self, what we could call an ego. We have a distinct ego. I understand I'm a particular person and I'm defined in terms of what I like and what I don't like, what are my desires, what are my aversions, what are my agendas, what are my hopes, how do I derive my sense of self-esteem, how do I derive my pride and dignity to stand up to the world. This is my sense of self, right? Uh, and that uh, we would say that this, what we could call ego, it can be more or less uh, 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 aggravating, it can be more or less aligned with uh, uh, with uh, social interest, right? And uh, here, clearly, we can say that uh, an ego that is aggravated and that is severely misaligned with social interest, nobody would call desirable. That, that we can grant, right? Meaning, if I uh, conceive myself 
to be a, a person such that requires uh, everybody immediately to bow down to him or her. I'm the center of attention, right? And, and I don't care about anybody. I don't forgive anybody's mistakes, but I forgive all my own mistakes. Everybody is always wrong, but I'm never wrong. That kind of thing. We understand uh, the, the world is, uh, life is torture for that person, even though it, the pride might not even allow the, the, the recognition of that, and then it'll be transferred over to the world, right? The, oh, the, the, uh, life is bad for me, not because of the way I am, but because the world is bad, or my brain is bad, or the chemicals, or this or that, right? It's, it's torture for the person, and it's torture for the people in the person's life, right? So that ego, fine, we would say we want to align our our ego, our sense of self with the, the people around us with wider interests than our own. And we want to address uh, grave misunderstandings concerning reality that really make us super self-conscious in a negative way. I, I think I'm the star of the show. Everybody's looking at me. Uh, uh, the, the whole world revolves around me. Just like for uh, a little, old little kids basically would say before a certain age, that's how we experience ourselves. But this can continue in, uh, that, that obviously in adulthood is a no-go, right? Once the body grows, the sympathy goes. For a little kid, for an infant, no problem. Do whatever you want. But once somebody looks like an adult, if they're a little kid inside and have the ego development of a, of a, of a little child, no, no, nobody except somebody's a professional counselor or therapist, nobody's going to care, right? Or family, friends, and, and that. Right? So that we do want to get rid of. But as, as it concerns getting rid of ego, as in a sense of self, it's very questionable whether or not that's desirable. So first of all, out of weakness, clearly it's not desirable. There's such a thing as a person's ego just collapses, meaning my, a sense of self, a distinct, uh, uh, a, a distinction between me and the rest of experience, the rest of the world collapses, and I feel like nothing and nobody. I don't. I, I, I have no uh, uh, kind of uh, standards according to which I hold myself. I do whatever. I don't care. I still feel stimuli. I still feel. Uh, pain and pleasure is I'm reduced basically to, to the state of, uh, of an animal, if not worse, just a stimuli-based machine, right? But hey, I have no ego, right? I'm winning, <laughs> right? So that, 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 it's very questionable whether that's desirable. We see babies don't have an ego. Animals, insects, bacteria, plants don't have an ego, right? I would say in animals, maybe in, in some of the higher primates and some animals we see, maybe some outlines of some sense of self. What that experience is actually like, we probably have no idea. But uh, it seems to be some understanding, uh, uh, let's say, by a lion, right? Uh, or, a, or a head uh, gorilla uh, that, uh, you know, this is my status. This is what I'm about. This is my power. So something something along those lines might be there. But it's certainly not as complicated as our own from, from what we can tell. Right? So we would say that, on the contrary, defined as a healthy sense of self, a healthy understanding of, of who I am and, and what I'm about. And who I am, we want to be careful with because we don't want to say, you know, I, I am this guy or girl that likes this and that. That's a little artificial, arguably. But that what's not artificial is my real capacities, my real character development, right? My real degree of, of uh, selfishness or lack thereof, my real degree of animality or lack thereof, the, the real clarity of my thought and, and the function of my intellect. These are real things. It's not just an act or something uh, contrived and, and arbitrary. Right? So if we can really get a grasp of that and we can understand how uh, uh, my particular attributes and, and my particular role relates to uh, the whole, relates to other people, relates to society, that's great. And, and in that sense, the bigger ego that we have, excuse me, 
arguably the better. It's just that a healthy ego, again, is not at the expense of anybody else. I can uh, understand. Let's say, for example, um, I am a, a CEO of a Fortune 500 company. I, uh, the the uh, jobs of, of hundreds of thousands of people ride on, on my decisions, on me staring the company straight. Hey, this can be part of my ego, uh, part of my sense of self, that I'm a leader, I'm a CEO, these are my capacities. But if it's a healthy ego, it's not something that I throw in people's faces. It's not something that I use to compensate for other perceived weaknesses or shortcomings. It's just the reality. That's just how the, the, the fact of the matter that this is my, these are my duties and responsibilities. And if I can grow that and really feel responsible and really understand how I relate to, to uh, everybody else, that, that's probably great. That's probably a good thing. Right? <laughs> if I feel that uh, part and parcel of my ego is my capacity to be a, a star singer or to be a great actor or actress. That, 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 that's fine. That, that's great, we would say. All right? So say that we have to be very careful with saying, oh, the goal is to have no ego or something like this. But with that said, uh, there's a much uh, kind of a more authentic and more difficult goal in connection with uh, uh, these topics, we would say. And that is the elimination of something that we can call, instead of calling it the ego, we can call it self-will. And what, how we might describe that is uh, kind of the automatic animal compulsions that we share with all life to unconsciously pursue or automatically, should we say, pursue our unconscious desires. Meaning we say that uh, an animal can be described as all will. See, that's just the word. We have to really think about what animals are like, what insects are like. Meaning there's no uh, uh, intellectual involvement in the life, in an animal life, in an insect life. It's purely, I don't know why I want what I want. Again, there's no I with insects and animals, we would say, but just to anthropomorphize and so to speak, I don't know why I want what I want. I don't know why I want to build a dam. I don't know why I want to hibernate. I don't know why I want to immigrate south. I'm a bird or a butterfly or something like this, wherever they immigrate. I don't know, but I do. And now that I do, that's what has to happen, period. I'm not going to just change my mind because somebody convinced me otherwise, right? I'm a mosquito. I have to uh, sting people and, and draw their blood. Nobody's going to convince me to stop. You can swap me. You can kill me. You can get rid of me somehow. But I'm not going to be convinced to stop. So this is what we could call just the pure natural self-will, right? It's just automatic. It's unconscious. And that, of course, is what we share with all life, uh, at least initially. Again, we see starting from a baby uh, that's definitely present. It's not, doesn't have to be introduced or socialized or anything like that. And uh, that, uh, of course, is, is a, a, an imminent task to reduce it even a little bit, never mind to get rid of it. Meaning we see in our natural state, what it really comes down to is the satisfaction of my desires. I may have no ego. I may, have a, I may be a broken personality. I may have a, a broken ego. I may have a weak ego. There's so many different things, right? The, the sense of self collapses, never develops, whatever the case may be. But I certainly have self-will. Right. If I don't believe it, I can try holding my breath and see what that feels like. There's a self-will to breathe. Right. I can see what pain feels like and what pleasure feels like. I still am an animal. I have the, the natural compulsions of an animal. So to try to reduce that even a little bit is super duper hard. But we would say that that might be a better focus uh, of our efforts than to reduce or, or get rid of our ego, right? Because I reduced my ego, and now I don't talk about myself all the time, but it's been replaced by vanity. Now I say, look, my ego is lesser than other people. Other people have such a big ego, but not me, right? Because what I haven't reduced is my self-will. 
I'm still just as much a, 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 an animal a, automaton. I'm still just as much pursuing my unconscious desires and still just as much getting infuriated if I don't get them as before. So that would be the idea. How we do it, we have to discipline ourselves, right? For example, uh, somebody cuts in front of me on the road. I want to exercise my self-will. It's automatic. I don't, it's not even that I want to. Like I'm thinking about it, it's automatic. Like you slap a, a lion in the face. It's automatic that something's probably going to go down. It's automatic. I want the honk. I want to give the finger. I stop myself. I cut myself a little short. It's very painful when we start doing it. It's super painful. But that's what we would do. Somebody insults me. I really, really, really want to bite back. Say something back. Or worse, but I don't. Right? If I want to be a real hero, somebody spits in my face, why that would happen, who knows? But let's just say somebody gives me a slap, somebody does something truly damaging, like steals from me, or something like this, I hold myself back from any kind of retribution, either physical or legal or, or something like this. Right? Somebody stole money from me, I let it go. Somebody scams me, I let it go. Right? What The benefit of that is, why would I ever do that is because obviously we want to be human beings and not animals, and that's why we want to... Uh, transcend our animality as much as possible and those are just some ways to do it it doesn't mean the only ways or that uh, it's always appropriate but some, some ideas and stuff like that i begin to try to cut down my self-will i want to be right i want to win a conversation i want to uh, or win a debate i want to have an opinion on every, anything and everything i want to have self-beliefs uh, concerning uh, vanity right i'm this i'm that i have the prettiest uh, eyelashes matching with my toenails Yada, yada, I cut this down. I cut down that self-will and we see that this work is anything but self-serving and anything but uh, 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 boasting to our vanity if we do it right. All that other stuff, I'm going to get rid of my ego. I'm going to reduce it. It'll be replaced by vanity. Right? I'm, I'm so uh, uh, aligned with the, the cosmic uh, uh, vibration of the universe and the star and the moon. Yada, yada. I just... I'm, I'm, Losing my marbles and my vanity is going up. But if I cut down my self-will, somebody slaps me and I don't slap them back. Truly because I want to reduce my self-will. Right? Somebody steals from me. I don't do anything. Somebody insults me, offends me. I don't, I don't do anything back. That's real. Right? Arguably also. <laughs> also, it's possible to, to uh, do it at, uh, at the expense of, of, of vanity. Right, meaning vanity goes up when, when we do that. But if we do it genuinely, if we do it sincerely and truly, hopefully our vanity shouldn't go up because vanity is part of that self-will that we want to cut out. All right, so that's the idea. Uh, we talked a little bit about ego. We said that an ego that's misaligned with reality and, and with social interest is uh, obviously and clearly nothing uh, desirable. We want to uh, uh, fix that. At the same time, a distinct sense of self, a distinct knowledge and appreciation of one's own capacities and potentialities and uh, talents and abilities and, and all this is, is great and, and an understanding of how we uh, fit in, into the world and, and what contribution we can make and, and, and all of that is great. And if we want to call that ego, then perhaps the bigger our ego is, the better. And the much more difficult thing to do then would be to reduce and hopefully, if at all possible, destroy, but certainly reduce our animal self-will. So that's what we'll focus on. We think about it. Thank you for listening.